The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Kate. With you. Absolutely loaded 60 minutes still to come here on the show. I'm Nick Costos. I'm Ken Barkley. Those stories in Tyler Morales tonight in the Power Hour. I'm Anderson Cooper. And coming up later. I'm John Wertheim. Yeah, thanks, John. All our bets for the Giants and the 49ers side total and props coming up towards the end of the show for Thursday Night Football. Narrative bets for college football on the way as well. A little Feliz Nari Tov coming your way. But for now... We'll finish up our conversation on P-Squared, B-Squared NFL Awards. Maybe we'll do a little monster. We'll see how the time works out here. Jake has already faded it back up. Jake, thank you very much. Um, We ended our number three, and I teased how we would start our conversation on Comeback Player of the Year, where you've been paying attention to the show. We spent now a couple months, right, talking about why we think DeMar Hamlin is a vulnerable favorite in this market. And a couple months ago, DeMar Hamlin, and I'm not sure, like, what, like, the height of it was over the course of the summer, 
But we did it on the show, and Hamlin's like minus 900, minus 750. It's a massive favorite to win comeback player of the year. Well, Hamlin has been inactive the first two games of the season. Maybe he'll end up playing this week if Micah Hyde's not going to play. We'll find out more tomorrow, right, with the Bills Friday injury report. But because Hamlin, Ken, has been inactive the first two games of the season, we have seen his price crash down to minus 120. He's still a big favorite, but like from minus 900, like all the way down to minus 120, um, that's where he sits right now. Tua Tungavailoa plus 250, Calvin Ridley, uh, TJ Watt, Matthew Stafford, your guy Baker Mayfield, Brees Hall, Lamar Jackson following him from there. So we'll have a conversation about all the guys after Hamlin in a moment. But you know, we spent a lot of time saying, let's try and beat Tamar Hamlin in this market. I think the question now has to be, Ken, at the price, is Damar Hamlin worth betting now, in your estimation, to win Comeback Player of the Year? Uh, in a word, no. But I'll uh, I'll add some additional context. I do think that we're going to get into a really weird place with this award really soon, because uh, I remain really, really, really steadfast I really think I'm right about this, and I, I'm going to attempt to make a lot of money in this market if I'm right, uh, which is that I think Hamlin won't win. And uh, I also think, for what it's worth, that Tua is uh, an impossibly mispriced second choice and should be one million to one and can't win. And I actually think that's part of the handicap, too. Um, so that's my opinion going into this week. It is worth noting, though, like a little bit of pump the brakes for this week for right now. What I am asking myself in terms of like when, like, I've already bet a lot of money. We'll go over that in a second. When... When do I bet, like, even more money? It is possible that Hamlin will be on the active roster this week. You just mentioned that. My only trepidation, my only concern with with betting, like, a ton right now. Like, if you listen to this, you go, I want to follow Ken. I'm going to bet right now. My only concern is, between now and the games starting on Sunday, if it turns out that he is active and he plays... Or, like, uh, he's going to be on the active roster. We don't know, like, how many snaps he's going to play. But, like, on Sunday morning, if he's active, does that cause this market to go crazy again and for him to be, like, a really big favorite again? Now, for what it's worth, I would view that as an opportunity to bet a ton of money on a lot of other players. I would have that as, like, a mistake if that were to happen, and I would want to take advantage of it. And I think him playing is still irrelevant to the conversation. It might be relevant at some point. Let's say he plays, he has five interceptions. Yeah, that's pretty relevant. But like just being active, my concern with like betting so much right now is if he's active, does this just go haywire and go to like, like everyone does the same thing again and it goes to minus 500 and minus 1,000 or whatever. So like, you know, we talk all the time, like if your goal is to get a valuable number, I think that's your question, Nick. I think it's a great question. Like if the goal is just, I want the price to improve, then you could make a really good argument when he becomes active, the price goes up a lot. You could definitely make that argument. Um, what How I am choosing to view it as like, that is an opportunity again, to honestly bet for the same reasons we were betting before that like i don't think this is the award for him like i just don't think it's i don't think it's the fit everyone else thinks it is um this award we, we've done so much i, I don't want to repeat so much of what i said before but just like this award basically always goes to like a quarterback of some notoriety or an all-time kind of player who either sustains an injury has a health scare whatever there are all kinds of things that happen in the middle of their career and then they get back to that level of dominance 
that's has nothing to do with his candidacy. And I think people just want to like pencil him in for this because it's easy. And I had somebody reach out the other day and said, hey, you know, uh, you know, Peter King, a prominent NFL reporter in his preseason column in Football Morning in America, wrote that if DeMar Hamlin plays a snap, he's my vote for this award. That's pretty powerful, right? I had some people, a lot of people message me be like, wow, did you see this? Like, does this make you want to change your mind at all? It's just worth noting. Uh, Peter King last year in this award market, Comeback Player of the Year, voted for Nick Gates of the Giants. I believe he was the only person who voted for Nick Gates, who actually is a very similar kind of like a, a inspiring recovery from, you know, like injury story to, to Hamlin. Like Gates almost lost his leg. He came back to play offensive line. So like Peter King definitely has a, a very clear idea of how he likes to vote for this award. I would be careful of thinking that that's representative of how all the other voters like to vote for the award. That's where I think you'd be making a mistake. I think last year's vote makes that really abundantly clear if you're going to use that as a data point to bet Hamlin. So um, we still really don't know. First of all, we don't know what the voters would do right now. We also really don't know in five months what they're going to do when they have to vote for this thing. And I really honestly am still of the opinion, I think, not that he can't win. Uh, I think it is very unlikely he wins. And uh, the case and the price and the candidacy, honestly, like kind of makes no sense to me versus the history of this award and how I think we'll be feeling about this in four months. So that's how I'm choosing to play it. I can be wrong. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'll lose money. But like I, I'm very interested in this market and I am confident when I am betting it. Um, let's let's take it from, yeah, kind of like, I think I know what your answer is going to be, but I'll ask the question anyway. Let's say he's inactive on Sunday. He's inactive again. What What's the price then on Monday? And and is there a price that you would actually bet on DeMar Hamlin? Like, is there like a, a point in the season? And I'm constructing like a hypothetical scenario where you're like, sure. this is when I would bet DeMar Hamlin. Like, this is sure. the situation that I need to bet on him. And then we'll do like the guys that you actually do like in this market right after this. The first, the right after this, the first time I would consider betting, the first time I would ever consider betting Hamlin, I, I even give you, I'll give you the date, honestly. Uh, the first time I would ever consider betting Hamlin would be uh, at the exact midway point in the season, which is the first time that we'll get anything resembling polling on awards. A lot of writers will produce their mid-season awards piece. And I won't, I never use this as like gospel, but I, I do think we get very few windows early in the year into voting in NFL awards. And we get great polling actually late in the year. The last couple of years, we've had incredible, like we've had really predictive stuff for like three, four weeks to go. Um, but mid-season, you'll get enough that you can at least get like a flavor of what's happening in each of the markets. And if he's active for a couple weeks, let's say, I mean, the most likely outcome, just not even his candidacy for the award, the most likely outcome for his season is like active a little bit, plays some snaps mainly on special teams and like maybe records a couple tackles or makes one impact play. That's like his average outcome this season, to be honest. That's the average outcome for a lot of fourth string safeties, like in an NFL season, like that's the average outcome. And if that happens, like if he's active a couple games, makes a bit one big play or plays on special teams, makes a couple tackles. And at the midseason awards, every single person who writes about the award says that he's got it and it's done then like, that's a case where the voters are going to talk and I have to listen to them. And I have to say, but that is the first time I will listen because like, I want a lot of time to play out here and I want to see how this is going to go. And yeah, if at the midway point, they're all yelling as loud as possible that this is a wrap across the board, not just like one guy, but there's usually five or six mid-season awards pieces. I have to take that seriously. Like I do, I have to take that seriously. And that would be like immediate pump the brakes on putting any more money into the market on anybody that's not him. And like, at least wait, Maybe don't play him because there's no there's going to be no way to do it the way I played everybody else. But at least like stop 
that's going to be like a full stop if that happens. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think it'll be more mixed, and I think we'll be just as confused at that point, honestly, as as we are right now. But I do think like the passage of time. What was the Joe Burrow quote? Like time heals everything, or whatever. What were we talking about before? Um, I do think the passage of time here is really important. Like we can't. We can try to guess how everyone's going to feel about this in January, late January, or early January. Like when we're there, I think it'll feel like this was forever ago. I really do, and uh, and I'm betting that way. And like I can be wrong, but I I just uh, it's such a fascinating award, and I, and I think I'm going to end up being very invested in it. All right, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday, wrapping up our conversation. P squared, B squared, NFL awards. Our bets for the Niners and the Giants coming up later this hour. All right. Let's hit Tamar Hamlin, part of the conversation on Comeback Player of the Year. Ken, let's talk about the guys that you do like in this market right now. And I think uh, we'll start with a little shake-and-bake action coming up on Monday night against the Eagles, right? Yeah, I mean, I am uh, I, I played a couple guys before the year, uh, Odell Beckham and Chase Young. And uh, current like position in this market is really aggressive on three players, uh, Stafford, Baker, Mayfield, and Chase Young, and actually added a little bit more uh, Beckham last week because there was like 125 somewhere on him, I think. You need um, like infinity to one to bet him. The interesting thing with Beckham, just real quick, I, he would not be someone I'd advocate for over the other three. But just if you go and like listen to, and you shouldn't do this, it'll like rot your brain, but like social media conversations where like, I actually do like checking replies on popular tweets where people like to advocate for awards and then everyone argues with each other. It's like this really interesting snapshot of how people think. Everyone wants Beckham to win this. Like, if it's not Damar Hamlin, he's like a very popular player for this exact award. ESPN did a piece uh, where they did their award predictions before the season started. Hamlin's name was not mentioned in the piece, and Beckham got the votes. So it's just like this really interesting construct where we're only two weeks. I know his ankles hurt, like maybe he doesn't play this week, but just have that like Connor, where like if this gets going, there's so many games left. I mean, he rips off 300 yard games in the middle of this. We're right back. So like, this is a conversation again. So I just, I would just put like plant that in people's heads that like, he's just someone who people have gravitated toward as like wanting this to happen. Now, maybe he never produces, but like, just like I, he is alive for this in a, a pretty significant way if the production could ever materialize. Um, but like I mentioned, uh, Stafford aggressive, best price on him still in the market, 35. Uh, aggressive Mayfield, best price on him in the market, 40, 45. Best price Chase Young, 70. Um, so those are all still there. They were better last week in some ways, but in a lot of ways they haven't changed. And it's not like the Hamlin thing is what'll be what'll drive the whole conversation. And I understand that. But I do think an interesting part of this too is that Tua is like two to one, three to one. And I actually, there's this invisible barrier in this market where it's like, it's not just stat driven. It's like, would voters even think about voting for you? Like, would they even consider you for this? Be like, almost like NFL MVP. Like, well, I'm going to vote for LeBron James. Be like, well, he's not really eligible. He plays a different sport. Like, that's almost happening here where there are players who like just aren't thought of for this. Like, they're not in play here. And I actually think two is one of them. I actually think he's just, like, not in play here. Uh, started almost every game last year. I believe he started 14 games, something like that. And the narrative is going to be like, well, he took the concussions and he learned jujitsu and whatever. Like, I think he's running a different race. I think he's like, he might win MVP. They might be really good. Like, that's him. I don't get the sense at all right now that he's for this. And his price is insanely low, too. So even if you're like Hamlin's this, like you don't know what to do and I don't blame you. I don't even know what to do sometimes too. 
I think two is really vulnerable too, and he's eaten up a ton of win probability. And like Lamar Jackson's the third choice in this market. Again, he's running a different race. To, like he's not in this. Like that's not this for him. I don't even know if that's this for Calvin Ridley, and he hasn't even been that good. So like I think there's like a lot of the guys that are like clustered at the top. Even putting Hamlin to the side for a second, like you could make a really, really, really good argument. Stafford should be the second choice in this market right now, and Chase Young should be third. Like you should actually, like you could make that case really easily already, and it's just not the case. So it's almost like even if you think Hamlin has a ton of possibility to win, and you're not sure what to do, and maybe he should be minus, you're just not sure. Okay, like. What about a vulnerable second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh choice? What about like all those guys? Like that's all gotta go somewhere too. I, I don't know, like I, I just think the opportunity is kind of everywhere here. So Stafford, Mayfield, Chase Young, huge. If he wins, I'll just retire from the show and uh, keeping Beckham kind of in the back of your head maybe for the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm gonna ask a stupid question, but this is a stupid award. Love it. Uh, Jonathan Let's Taylor's 80 to one. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's 80 to 1. Um let's say he comes back. Sure. But I think I think we feel pretty good about this Colts offense with Anthony Richardson pulling the strings. Um and if he gets traded, it's like a team like the Dolphins, and I don't know if they would ever right. do it, but just saying, what about him at a really long number, Jonathan Taylor? Uh, I think I would view him the same way I viewed Christian McCaffrey last year, uh, who was a finalist but didn't end up winning, got traded in the middle of the season. McCaffrey had a better comeback story to tell because he was hurt for more games and he had injury history was a lot in his in his back kind of uh, you know seasons. But uh, a price that would be really likely to drop for a player that I think would almost have no chance. But I think a price drop on him, you're I think you're dead on with. Like I think that's that could really be likely if he really like picks up steam for another team um being behind in this market with with four or five games down is is really really tough to make up all right uh that does it for p square b square and nfl awards for this week we will revisit it coming up next thursday coming up next narrative bets for college football this weekend and we'll begin our analysis of the giants and the niners on thursday night football old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.